All right, we are live. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, May 10th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. And I'm joined by Big Marcel over there. We got a lot to talk about today, Marcel. There's a lot of MMA over the weekend, actually, Marcel. Um, UFC, obviously, and then we had Bellator. We also had PFL we could talk about. So there was a lot. Uh, how's everything with you, man? Everything good? Yeah, man, do, doing well, man. Yeah, for sure. Um just just a good weekend um not, nothing too crazy you know but uh yeah doing well how about you yeah no not too bad uh, can't complain too much man it was a pretty good card i mean for what it was we obviously lost a couple fights at the last minute i know that you just broke some news you want to talk, tell the people what you uh what you broke on your twitter yeah man um ben roswell philippe Lins is rebooked for may 22nd and uh, amanda hebos against angela hill is rebooked for june 5th yep so uh, yeah and edmund shabazian and jack hermanson is also going to be moved from this week to next week too guys so yeah. there's been some switch ups but yeah it's just suck um having those fights fall off at the last minute man marcel at the weigh-ins on friday and then obviously on saturday with the rebus fight but we still mm -hmm. ended up having uh really what nine fights so it is what it is but let's go through the card marcel we'll talk about it now start with the main event marina rodriguez and uh, michelle watterson i mean it was a pretty it was a pretty entertaining fight, I guess. It wasn't like the greatest fight ever, but it wasn't too bad. Um, Marina obviously won. I think 49-46 is a good scorecard. I, you know, it wasn't too Honestly, it wasn't too competitive. You know, it was basically Marina just bullying Michelle across the octagon, outstriking her, landing the bigger shots. Michelle did have the takedown or whatever in the fourth round, had some top control, but didn't do anything with it. I, I mean, it was at 125, so it really shouldn't impact 115, although I think it will. Is this the, enough of a performance for her to get a title shot, though? I don't know. What do you think? Probably not, man. The thing is, you have um, Jan Chernan fighting Carlos Parza next, you know, and that's kind of a, unofficially a, a number one contender fight, you know what I mean? So I don't think it's enough. The problem only is, yeah, we should, should try it next, you know. Maybe uh, Mackenzie Dern is possible. Joanna probably not going to take the fight because she thinks she only has to fight title fights for some reason. Um, yeah, maybe Wei Zhang, man. I don't know. I don't know how Zhang, what Zhang wants, you know. It's... It's kind of, there are options, but those options are all already a kind of a small options because you don't know what the other fighters want, you know, and some fighters have more leverage than others. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's good though, guys. Like she's definitely yeah. good. You know, look, if you look at her UFC record, it, right now it's four, two and one. Honestly, I, I think I even scored the fight, uh, the Esparza fight for her. It was super close. She lost a split, but like these fights were close to the draws and the loss. So, I mean, she's, she's definitely improved too. She's 34. That's the thing about her, right? Like she's not young, so you probably have to strike while the iron's high. I think that's why they wanted to give her a main event to kind of give her the rub a little bit. Um, does she get a title shot? I don't know. I, I do think you're right, Asparza or Yan, whoever wins that. Mm -hmm. But Maria's right there, and you know, depending on injuries and timing and stuff like that, I could easily see her slipping into fight Rose. Um, it'd be an interesting fight. I would probably have to figure Rose there, but I mean, she's definitely a good fight. For as for Michelle. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's definitely like a good fighter, but she's kind of like turned into a gatekeeper almost more. So I feel like, like she's, she's good enough to beat like anyone kind of outside the top, you know, 10, 15, but anyone in that top 10, she always loses to. So I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, Michelle is definitely a marketable fighter and she's a solid fighter, but I, I, I never really saw her as a champion. You know, she's just a little bit too small. I think maybe if they That's opened up thing. 105, right? Yeah. That'd be the thing. Right. Marcel? Yeah, they should just do it only for Watterson and Loma, you know, and they can <laughs> they yeah. can add some more fighters from one one oh five to the UFC. I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean it's it's a lot a lot more better uh competitive division than it's one forty five at this moment, right? So I mean yep. no. Yeah, no, I hope they do replace it. We talked about that earlier in the year. I think it was like on the prediction show jose good afternoon guys hey what's going on man he says who oh, are the man. two ranked guys that uh, turn up fights with armin physio according to room scene well i'm assuming kevin lee is the one that turned down physio um armin i don't know he said someone switched away class or something too i have no idea honestly but yeah i mean that's gonna happen though i mean that's just a manager <laughs> that's pretty common i would say and i do pavlich could fight next rolling off possibility i don't know that'd be a good fight though uh people need to stop picking michelle watterson remember Watching her versus home, thinking that's her last fight as a top six strawweight. I mean, that was a close fight, right? Like, she did, she won that fight, but it was super close. Um, You know, the fight with Esparza last year was super close, too. She's definitely good. She's just below that 
top level. Just a little step. He's like a step behind them, you know. I've always kind of felt that way. But she's she's a pretty good fighter. Um, anyways, let's talk about the co-main event because I feel like this is kind of what we should talk about here. So, man, like I talked about last week, guys, when we did the podcast and I was like, Alex Moreau is the underdog. Are you kidding me? I talked about how wrong that was. Man, that, I can't believe that he was the underdog in this fight. Just smokes Donald Cerrone, who has no business fighting anymore. I don't want to see Donald fight anymore, Marcel. I love this guy. He's a legend. He's one of the greatest of all time. He really needs to take some time off. Like, I, I don't want to see him fight anymore. But even if, if he does want to fight, give him like a year off or something because he shouldn't be fighting anytime soon after getting knocked out again. Um, for Morono, huge win on six days' notice. Uh, as he told Cole, he's been training the whole time with Jeff Neal and Diego Ferrer. So he was getting ready for this card anyway, just as a, a body in camp. But, you know, he was, in, he was in fight shape and he came out and smoked Cerrone. A great win for Morono. Marcel, but we got to talk about Cerrone first because what do you think is next for him, man? Yeah, I don't know, man. I was thinking, man, if he goes maybe back to 155, he might, he maybe can take on Michael Johnson. I don't know if that's something, you know, but um, yeah. I don't know, man. Listen, man, I, I'm with you. I don't want to see to see him get beat all the time, you know. He's getting older. He might hang them up, but I mean, you, you can't, uh, I, I don't want to say that for a fighter. I think a fighter has to see that himself, and maybe his team should say it to him, you know what I mean? People close to him. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, we we predicted Morono was going to win. One of the few predictions I had right on this on this card because my yeah. picks were awful. Tough card. Uh, yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, and tough for Morono, man. I mean, his two teammates lost before his fight, so you know that that's never uh, great to to go into a, to a fight where your teammates have lost before you fight. And uh, he, he did well, very well. Short notice fight, first round TKO. What can you do better, right? Yeah, I'm going to tell you guys something. Hold on one sec. He says, other predictors maybe to Alex, I bet the uh, under it even money. You should just listen to me and Marcel then. That the, we're the best guys. So let's see that paid well. He did. He, he made a lot of money. Soroni Guida. Yeah, um, maybe. Maybe like someone else like Lawler or something. Someone else who's kind of like at the end it, of the career. I don't know, kinda, man. It, I don't really want to see him fight anymore, guys. Honestly. You know, if you have, have to go. Position. Yeah, you have to go pick a fight for a fighter against a fighter you think he might has a chance against. It's maybe not that smart to still fight. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna tell you something. So I play DraftKings, right? Um, and I needed Morono to get a finish, basically, to like put me in first place, and he did. I was freaking out myself because I thought I won 100 grand, right? Because 100 grand is first place, but because there was only nine fights, there was only so many combinations, so. I tied with a hundred other people, but that's still amazing. I still made, it was like 1.5, uh, sorry, 1.5 K. So it's a lot less than hundred K because I split it with a hundred people or whatever, but I was beyond happy, man. You know, to finish first place guys made me so happy and it just, it proved me I could do it again. So I hopefully this weekend, Marcel and Marcel, if I, if I win uh, the hundred grand uh, next week or this weekend, I'll, I'll give you a tip. Okay. I love you, bud. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I was I was excited, but it was just crazy, man. Because again, you know, uh, too many fights fell off. But you know what, Marcel, to finish tied for first out of thirty-one thousand people, I mean, that's pretty good, guys, right? So mm -hmm. I got to thank Morono for that one, man. Because when he got that knockout, I was like, I told my my fiance, I'm like, oh man, I think we just won a ton of money. And then of course, I see I was tied with a bunch of people, but it was such a good feeling, Marcel, because. Again, everyone's picking Cerrone here, and I'm like, man, are you guys kidding me? Like, Morono is an underdog in this fight? Unbelievable, Marcel. So, yeah, I mean, it was a tough card, but this is one that we both got right. Um, what do you think's next for him? I mean, he's a pretty exciting guy, obviously. He's not, like, a great fighter, but he's pretty good. Is there anyone that, like, you want to see him fight? Like, he's, he's a pretty exciting guy. You know what, man? I, I was thinking, and maybe it's a weird choice, but do the re rematch against Nico Price. You know what I mean? The first fight got uh, Nico won that fight. Good got, fight. Uh, yeah, got overturned in a no contest because uh, Nico was uh, busy with marijuana and stuff. But um, yeah, why not? That's a fun fight, I think. And yeah. I, I think Morono loves to get that one back because he got basically KO'd in that fight. So yeah, yep. yeah, no, that, that was a great fight. I think he even dropped Price in the first round. I remember what that was a crazy fight. Like it was a good yeah. fight. And then um, you know what? Here's the thing. Like people think like oh man. Um, some people were saying like some prominent journalist calling this guy like a prospect. Come on guys. Like if you pay attention to the sport, he's been in the UFC for five years, over five years. He has what? 13 fights in the UFC or something. Like he's not a prospect. He's, and he's also been fighting MMA Morono since 2010. So he's a veteran at the game. He's an underrated fighter. 
He's always. He, I feel like he's an underdog a lot of the time. Marcel often comes through. He's a guy that a lot of people just don't give a lot of credit to. I understand beating Cerrone in this stage of his career is not a great win, but it's still a big name on his resume, man. And, and you know what? You got to give the guy a lot of credit. Stepping in on short notice and winning the fight like the way he did, very impressive. And like I said, he won me some money, guys. So I'm I'm really indebted to this guy. All right, let's talk about this next fight because I definitely didn't see this one coming. Really, I mean, I talked about it a little bit. I said. You know, Neil Magny is the guy who pulls off upsets. So I said, you know, don't bet on Jeff Neal on the spot. At least I stayed away from Neil. It wasn't my greatest night of betting, I'll say that. You know, it was like a slight loss. It wasn't horrible. Morono saved the night. But this was one where I did stay away from Marcel, but still, like, you know, I saw a lot of, you know, I guess I know our boy AJ, he had Neil, and a lot of us were just disappointed in his performance. And someone had asked me in, on Twitter today, what's the guy's name? Um, London, Sports London. I don't know if you're here, if you're in the chat right now, man. But he said – uh can you talk about Jeff Neal a little bit? Because Jeff posted on his Instagram after like a long statement about how he's been feeling really sick. He was really sick last week, almost pulled the fight in. And also he cut like 31 pounds, I think he said, 31 pounds in a week of weight. So he's been dealing with a lot of health issues the last couple of years. And uh, man, I feel really bad for this dude because it felt like he was on this track to like a title shot at one point. Like after he knocked to Mike Perry and he, was, he had so much momentum, he got sick, COVID happened. Um, he was working a second job as like a waiter because the UFC wasn't get, booking him for fights. Then he finally gets a fight book last summer, gets sick. So it's just crazy what's happening to this guy. I feel really bad for him because I really like Jeff Neal, but man, he, you know, the last two fights, Marcel, against Wonderboy and now against Magny, doesn't, has not looked like the same guy. He doesn't have that same explosion or pop that he used to have. And it, it's definitely worrisome. I feel like, you know, Neil, Jeff Neal is kind of on the downside of his career, which sucks because I think the guy is so talented, but it feels like um, these health issues have kind of hindered him lately. So I hope I'm wrong, guys. I hope he can bounce back. Maybe they'll give him an easier fight and he'll knock someone out. He'll get his confidence back. I don't know. But, you know, if it's a health thing, then it, it, that might not matter anyway. So, yeah, Neil Magny, though, I thought he, lo I thought he looked really good. I actually thought he, I thought he won probably all three rounds. Um, I thought his body kick was money. He kept throwing that body kick. Um, he was good in the clinch. He was just a lot faster. He just uses veteran smarts and won the fight, man, as an underdog once again, Marcel. He's always the underdog and pulls it off all the time. So give me your thoughts on this fight, man. If you lost your fight right before you get a Neil Magny fight right after that, man, that, that, that's so tough all the time. You know, we, we talked about it last week, man. I, I said to you, to you like, I'm 50-50 on the fight, you know, because Neil Magny always has a weight. It's okay. just not, it's not an, an, it's an annoying fighter to fight. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but he, he always finds ways to win against people you don't expect him to win against. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I felt I, I had the first round, I think, for Jeff Neal. The second round, I went with Neil Magny. And you saw how further the fight was going that Neil Magny was taking over. You know what I mean? So I pretty much knew that after the second round, I was like, yeah, Neil Magny probably going to win this fight, you know? Yeah. And um, he did. He did well, you know? And uh, man, people keep counting him out. I did as well. Actually, didn't go really count him out because I said it's possible for him to win, definitely. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I still went with Jeff Neal, you know? So yeah, um, yeah good one for Neil Magny. And uh, yeah, um, Man, if he wants a Chimaev fight, book him against Chimaev. I don't care, man. I mean, if both guys want it, why not? Yeah, I know he talked to James about that today, I think. I don't know. I just saw it posted. Um, that fight would be good, but like he said, he's like, I can't wait around for this guy. I'm 33 years old. I have a young kid. Mm -hmm. I think his kid's like one years old. He's like, I have to provide for my family, and I need to fight often. He, he's a guy who likes to stay busy. Like He likes to fight you know, multiple times a year, um, and Kamzat right now is not an active fighter. So I'm, I'm with him and that it's hard to trust Kamzat, but that fight does make a lot of sense. And man, if Kamzat can get by Neil Magny, it just shows how good he is. And I've, I said that was the fight to make last year, you know, after he beat Gerald, I was like, let him fight Magny because Magny's the gatekeeper of the top 10, really. He, if you beat him, you're in the top 10. If you don't, you're not top 10. That's basically what it comes down to. Um, he's a very, very good fighter. He's, it's crazy. I feel like he's still getting better, guys, uh, Neil Magny, um, age 33. Looks like he's getting better words. But Jeff Neal... I know he's had some hard matchups here with Wonderboy and Magny, but to me, hasn't looked like the same guy as he, as he once was a few years ago. He was knocking out guys like Camacho and Mike Perry and everything. Like, he looked so good back then. I don't know what happened. I guess the uh, the illness, I think, really hurt him. Let's get some comments here. 
when it's just a business, when other guys beat them, then they become cash cows. He's talking about Cerrone and Watterson. Exactly. Moro, uh, Daniel Rodriguez. Sure. That's a good fight. I would love to see that fight. Yes. You'll do this to me again. I forgave the one way fight and they did this. Yeah. I hate when that happens too. It's like me with Al Hassan. I, I never forgive that guy. And I can't bet on him anymore. Uh, Neil suffers from gastroenteritis. 95% of his strikes are straight. Lefts to the head. No leg kicks, no body work. Uh, leg hands only used for throwaway punches. I think he's talking about Jeff Neal, probably. Uh, yeah, you're talking about Jeff Neal. Yeah, I was going to say, Neil Magny's pretty, like, uh, varied striker now, eh? Like, he looked pretty good in this fight. I, you know, cutting 31 pounds, yeah. I mean, to me, he's probably in the wrong weight class, right? Um, maybe moving up is going to help him. But I don't know. Jeff's not, like, a huge guy. Like, Neil is, Neil is bigger than him. Um, so, I don't know if that's the solution. It just looks like Jeff is a little bit on the decline, which sucks because he's only 30 years old. But again, this, Marcel, when you have health issues, like, look what Cam's at. Same thing with him, right? And Neil Magnus fights all these guys. All right, let's talk about this fight because me, <laughs> it was a terrible pick. I thought Green could win this fight. Terrible pick. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a low-level heavyweight fight. I was like, okay, I'll take the underdog money on Green. And the guy just is not good at all. He just got late. Like, Delima just laid on top for three rounds. Just held him down for three rounds. Um... Obviously, I knew this fight was going to be a coin flip, guys, uh, but I was wrong in that I picked green, but I knew Delimer had a good chance to win, obviously. I just, I got to be honest, I didn't expect the fight to play out like this. I thought someone would get finished <laughs> early on, Marcel. I didn't think it would be a 30-26 uh, decision. So what would you think of this fight? What I think about this fight, well, I read my tweet after the fight. I said, no disrespect, but the UFC should stop to put an unranked heavyweight fight on the main card every damn fight night. Seriously, why? Because there might be a chance we see a KO. They will keep doing it, and I will keep wondering why. Because they have Tafa versus Vanderay on, on, what's that, May 22nd again on the main card. I mean, stop it, man. I mean, if they deserve to be on the main card, they deserve to be on the main card. But Green versus Pesau shouldn't be on the main card here. And... This was a horrible fight to watch. <laughs> I don't want to say any disrespectful to the guys because I, I I knew they train hard and they work hard for it. But come on, guys. I mean, this wasn't a good fight. Uh, Pizarro won the fight. And that's all I have to say about it, to be honest. I, I was really... Man, I, I almost fell asleep, man. This fight was at like 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning for me. So Yeah, man, yeah. I, I don't think you were the only one who almost fell asleep. Like, I was, I was like, man, I... If this is how the card's going to be from here on out, it's like, I don't know if I could do this one. I'm kidding. I, I stayed up. Canelo finished, Roto, Cerrone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The Lima did no one any favors. You bet the Lima to KO. Yeah, I mean, like, who bet him by decision, right? That was like plus 650. I, it was a realistic path, I guess, because he did it once to uh, Adam Wieserich in New York, I think. So he's did it before, but it's like, it's been a while since that's the way he's won. But man, Maurice Green, yeah, I think he'll probably get cut, Marcel. What do you think? Yeah, I would be surprised if not. Lesson man for him, I hope not. And uh, man, he, I still love his nickname, man. The Crochet Boss is great. Know, you know, know what I mean? But yeah. Um, yeah, he hasn't looked good in his recent fights, and uh, doesn't look like he is really developing and in, 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 in something big in the heavy division right now. So maybe it's good for him to go back to the regional scenes. Um, maybe come back later. I don't know what to say. How, how old he is right now? I think he's in his thirties. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, I don't think the UFC will keep him around, to be honest. So here's the thing with this fight. like I, It actually kind of played out the way I thought it would because I thought that Delim would shoot because he shoots in all his fights. Like, And I, I don't think he should be doing that. I think he should be knocking guys out. But he likes to shoot, and he leaves his neck out. But Green didn't attempt any submissions. And for a guy that's pulled off like triangle chokes, arm triangle chokes in the UFC, Marcel, he didn't pull off – he didn't even attempt submissions in this fight. He just laid on his back. I also think that you know I should have paid more attention to the weight – um the 30 pound weight difference too as well i think that was a big key because he just laid on top of him he just had all his his bulk on top of marcel imagine you you were, you were lying on top of him, marcel just be like that just like a big polar bear lying on top of him all right i'm betting the uh the over for these low level heavyweight fights yeah man they're <laughs> they can they could be ugly the lima versus romanov on the prelims lima is solely main card yeah they need uh crochet at the pi so he won't get cut mm, i don't know man it doesn't look that good to me the lima versus Olenek next um yeah i don't know what they're gonna do the Linux. i mean he's old he's being knocked out they're cutting all those older guys he might get another fight but man if he gets ko'd again too that's that's really bad um let's talk about this fight greg gillespie and diego Ferrer, because someone else mentioned it i mean this fight was amazing obviously it sucks that for miss weight because he missed out on the bonus so uh gregor got 100 grand he wins the fight in the second round but man what a first round especially um and the second round was great too until Ferrer basically gassed out 
the wake up must have killed him too. He's trying to get Gregor out of there early, couldn't do it. Gregor, he looked like he was gassed out, Marcel, at the end of the first round. Somehow, uh, he, he looked like he was knocked out almost, like he wanted to quit a little bit. His corner was like, you're fine, don't worry, come on. And then he somehow got back into it and won the fight. Great fight. Give me your thoughts on this fight, man. Yeah, great fight indeed. Uh, deserved fight of the night, in my in my opinion. Um, man, sucks for Ferreira, man. He has to uh, give away his 50K. But, man, he was very much overweight. So, yeah, what can you do? Yeah. Um, great first round for Diego Ferreira. Um, looked like it was a matter of time because before he got Gregor out. And uh, Gregor, uh, man, he overcame adversity, you know. And he finished Ferreira a very, very good performance in the second round by Gillespie. And good for him, man. He needed it. It was almost two years not, without a fight after that uh, lean head kick knockout. Um, I'll be honest, I thought Ferreira was going to win. After the first round, I was like, yeah, I have a good pick here. And uh, then the second round came on. I was like, I suck. So, um, you mean, I mean, great, great win for Gillespie, you know, uh, good for him. And uh, look forward to see him again. And for Ferreira, man, two, two losses in a row. He had it early on in his career with uh, Darius and Poirier. Now he has it with uh, Darius and Gillespie. So, um, yeah, yep. it's uh, time for him to climb back up uh, the rankings and uh, to try to keep his place and uh, probably getting uh, maybe an unranked opponent next. But uh, we'll see what's happening. Maybe, but I mean, I still feel like he's top 15 quality. Like I, think I agree, 100%. Yeah. yeah, I just wonder, like, will he move to 170? Because he missed weight by four and a half, five and a half pounds, really. I mean, it was four and a half, but I like this final action. Under also came through. Yeah, great fight. Hopefully, Gillespie fights again this year. A fight versus Islam, man, that'd be a good fight. Um, don't know if they'd book it, but, man, it'd be a great fight. Darius, not even Darius did it for Ferreira. Yeah, uh, we all, I like Gregor Gillespie. I, I, I knew this would be a tough fight, but I did think he'd, managed to grind it out i didn't expect him to get the finish like that though that was beyond impressive so great fight and yeah i mean you know that would be a good fight with islam but i feel like gregor almost like should get one of those top guys now too you know what i mean like they both kind of deserve like those top guys we'll see what they do the lightweight division is amazing and we'll find out probably more this weekend because we have like obviously what uh chandler Oliveira, tony darius we got a lot of fights coming up um and then opening up the card phil haas what i did pick as an underdog here i didn't bet on him though i should have but I just didn't I didn't really have a great, you know, read on Dawkins. I guess I thought, you know, he looked pretty big, maybe he can stop the takedowns, but I figured that Hodge would just be the better athlete. And that's really what it came down to. Marcel wins a decision over Dawkins. Any thoughts on this fight? Phil Haas came uh, from a losing fighter with really uh, fun to watch to a boring fighter, a winning fighter. You know what I mean? When when he fought fun, he lost. When he when he's losing when he's winning now he looks boring as hell man, and uh, no nothing against him hey man good win another win for him and he got his next fight book against Darren Win on July 19th so, I mean, um, he he can keep going on like this man I, I was impressed by what he did against Darkus I think uh, Darkus is a good fighter mm-hmm. uh, Darkus did look did look bad in the first round I think man I had scored the first round for mm-hmm. Darkus but uh, yeah Haas took over. Uh, good win for Haas, man. One was a 10-8 round, so uh, yeah, good for him. Yeah, no, he definitely looks solid in this fight. Um, let's go to the next one here, because this one, to me, I'm not sure about this decision, guys. Uh, <laughs> I thought Ludovic Klein won this fight. I thought he won the first two rounds. I thought they were both really close rounds, but I did think in a close round, that late takedown and that control should win him the round, in a round that I thought he was slightly winning on the feet anyways. Like, So to me, it's like, I don't want to be like, lazy about it but i don't think that's being lazy i think the judges gave him no credit at all for those takedowns i thought it was high fighter iq i'm watching and i'm like man this guy's a smart fighter he's going for that takedown to cement the round i thought he won the first two rounds 30 27 trezano is insane to me that is crazy the judging um on this card was not great uh, we'll talk about the next fight too but marcel i thought klein won this fight man and if you look at MMA decisions a lot of the uh the media also agreed with me so i don't know would you score it so um for, from a neutral perspective the third round was the most clear round that was oh, yeah the third round was on yeah. i agree with that, that was but the i thought clear klein round. won the first two right the first two were very close in my opinion and klein uh had to take down in, in the last uh in the last minute on, on both rounds i also thought that would probably sway the judges into klein's favorite you know but uh he didn't do much with top control mm-hmm. he had to be honest you know and um like i said I expected Klein to get the first two rounds, but um, you know, 
I mean, for some reason, the judges didn't score a lot of wrestling uh, last yeah. Saturday, I think. But um, I mean, 29-28 climb would be perfect for me, you know, would be good. And 29-28 Trisano would also not be that bad for me, you know. And the thing is, 30-27, if you say the first two rounds are close, you know, and the third round is for Trisano, it's a possibility. But yeah. it's very harsh to give three rounds to Trisano and none to Klein, I think, because yeah. Klein did, did, did do well, or at least did do... Uh, maybe even better in the first or second round, you know. So um, overall, good fight. But um, yeah, I think th those are one of those fights that people will never be happy with. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, I understand the the the, the controversy the controversy here. So uh, yeah, close fight. What can I yeah, say? It was it was a, but it was a fun one. I, I really liked the fight. It was a great fight. So, I just uh, I thought Klein fought such a beautiful fight, guys. I really did. Um, I thought he did so well circling away, landing those kicks. Moving away from Trezano. Trezano had the forward pressure, which obviously won him the fight, just moving forward. But you watch that fight, and, you know, Klein, to me, did, you know, more on the feet. And then, you're right, the takedowns, he could have did more of them, and that probably didn't help him. But even still, Marcel, I, I thought that he won the fight. Either way, it is what it is. You know, it was, it was, I, it was I, a close fight, but uh, go ahead. I expected, I expected Klein to get the decision 29-28, but when I heard 30-27, I knew Trezano was getting it. Because really? he for sure won the third round. Um, Greensong with this fur fight. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, thoughts on Jake Paul's actions. Yeah, the hat thing. I mean, the guy knows what he's doing. Uh, Klein won, but the close round. Yeah, they were close rounds, but I thought he still won the fight. Um, I thought Trisano were round two. Yeah, it was close to. I mean, the thing is, one of the judges <laughs> had him in the first round. They were they, All three of the scorecards were different. That's the problem. That's why people are like, can't they agree on anything, right? Judges don't value takedowns where there's little no strikes or I I agree with the, that part with the strike because Trezano was like punching in the back and stuff and watching it. I'm going, man, I wonder if they're going to give it to him. But I still thought he, did, like I said, edged it out. They were close rounds, guy. I just thought that Klein edged it out. It is what it is. I mean, it wasn't like I don't think it was a bad decision to give it to Trezano necessarily. I just don't like that 327 scorecard. That really bothers me because it's like, did this judge even watch the fight, you know? Or did you just see Trezano moving forward? Now, let's talk about this next fight because. This one also has a funky scorecards. Um, Johnny Park defeats Tafan Nechupi, which was a great performance by Park. Um, look at these scorecards, though. 325, 29, 26, 28-28. Yeah, I don't know about these scorecards, right? I mean, obviously, there was a point deduction we should mention for the legal knee, but um, even still, uh, I don't know how you could score the fight for Chupi. I'm pretty sure Park is the one with fights. Um, I I don't. I think I gave Chupi a first round or a second round, I think. But yeah, he lost the fight. Um, but the scorecards, what are your thoughts on this, Ben? Man, he clearly won the fight, man. I don't know what one of those judges were watching. He one judge scored a 29-28 for and Chukwi, but yeah. due to the point deduction, it went 28-28. I don't know, man. I think uh, Park did a great job and uh, I, I didn't saw this one coming to be honest. I was 50-50 on it, like I told you, but I thought that Chukwi would have won. Uh, he didn't. Um also was it a staph infection that Park had? Oh, had that was, his, I, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. That was nasty. <laughs> I was like, what's on it? And I, I figured that's what it was. Pretty gross. Um, I think he's a pretty good fighter, guys. Honestly, he's pretty he's pretty solid. Uh, Mark versus Marquez? Sure. I'd watch that fight. That'd be a good one. 325, 29-26 are plausible scores. They gave round one and two to Chukwi. I don't, like, I think it's possible you could. I, I don't think, like, the first round was that, like, clear for park although i probably would have scored it for him because of all the jobs and stuff he landed like i said i think park won the fight i'm just saying like there's a way that you could score it the way they did i just think that's again not a good judging uh if you scored it for chukwi that's i would hope that the commission talks to him because to me that's a problem when you have <laughs> one guy scoring it a draw and the other guy scoring it as a blow that's very weird but yeah i would watch that fight jose marquez and, and park i like park he's an exciting guy um carlson harris and christian Aguilar. Uh, this is the guy we both called marcel uh easy easy finish and honestly this guy was kind of like uh, i had him on like every team in DraftKings. i was like this guy's gonna finish christian Aguilar. i'm i'm convinced and he does it quickly too uh what are your thoughts on this man first round finish not even sean brady did that like this guy went up there and finished him in the first round that's impressive give me your thoughts man Bro, I was like, I said, I was like, oh man, good, good start of the night, you know. I, I'm a good start, and then everything sucked pretty much, all, all besides the coma and a minigun for me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, what, what we call man, and this guy barely got a shot in the UFC, you know. Yeah. Remember that Dana said like, yeah, you're actually too old, but we're gonna give you this shot, and it's like, dude, you, you always say 
don't pat your record because blah 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 but if you have a guy who is like uh, 13 and 5 or 13 and 6 you're not interested because he, because he has six losses on his record for example man uh, get the hell out uh, great fight for harris here um yeah, like we expected, he was gonna finish. He was gonna win here, and uh, he, he's good, man. He's the for, first guy ever from what's this? Is it where? Where is he from? Guyana? Uh, yeah, yeah. Who uh, got yeah. in the UFC? So great for him, and great for his country as well. And he, I think he's from. He's uh, living in Brazil for a long time now. So uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought that uh, he looked good. Um, he got a bonus, right? He was one of the guys, or no? Yeah, he, he got the, yeah, yeah along yeah, with yeah. Morono. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah, that was fine. Um, I'm fine with that too. All right. Uh, yeah. with, uh, since someone else asked about PFL, and they said that Ali said the fight was overturned. Okay, I mean, it's, it, is. it is, yeah. Uh, okay, we got to talk about it. I mean, clearly they thought it was a tap. Um, that's interesting. They overturned it. I mean, to me, I, I, I think it's hard for the referee. wasn't in the position to see it. But the thing is, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's. I guess if you tapped out, then it's fine, but... To me, it was like it sucks because like I was like, man, this guy just picked up the biggest win of his career, and then like this is what happened. So I was with my friend, we were watching, we were just getting a coffee, and I was hanging out with my friend, and, and was watching on my phone. And as soon as he finished them, we were like, holy shit, like plus two hundred dog. And I told my buddy to put ten bucks on it. I told him put ten bucks on Ferrer because he might knock Ferrer out, which he does. My buddy's like, okay, let's go. You know, it's all drinks are on me. I'm like, all right, sweet. And then I turned it off and I get home and cold messaging me. He's like, oh, what'd you think of the stoppage? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, did you see the tap? I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't even see that until I got home. So I was like, <laughs> then I was watching it. I was like, oh, I'm like, damn, he did, I guess he did tap. So yeah, I guess he did tap. <laughs> what do you think, man? Yeah, like I said, I, I tweeted after the finish, like, oh man, beautiful finish, uh, great comeback after almost getting tapped. And then I see the replay, it's like, dude, that man. And yeah. then I see it, and uh, I just uh, do the do the replay because we can on YouTube, we, we have it here on YouTube, we can replay it. It's a clear tap, in my opinion, you know? And the thing with now with the overturning, I don't agree with it because in yeah, no contest means both guys got one point. If yeah. you are sure he tapped and you want to get overturn it, you give where room to win by submission. That's the right way to go mm -hmm. and not listen you either keep it the ko for ferrera or you give the submission win to where doom but don't go with no contest and give both guys one point that's just uh, uh you're just a punk if you do that you know uh, you, yeah. you gotta <laughs> you gotta make a choice it's just the easy way out yeah it's the yeah. easy way out yeah you know the thing is um yeah i mean we've seen here's the thing like so they're gonna overturn that but they don't overturn it when a guy doesn't tap out and they call the submission like that guy on against uh, JP Buys on Contender Series, he didn't tap out, and they called it a submission. You can't overturn that. Um, we've seen lots of guys get finished. Um, what about Ankalaev and uh, and Like they they don't overturn that. So it's to me uh, that you're opening up a can of worms. I know it's a TKO different, but go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I didn't, but I didn't have a problem with that one because I think right. Kotelaba fucked himself there. True, true, so, true, for sure. Anyway, sticking to the, to, yeah, but sticking to the submissions, like I've seen again, you know, instances of guys uh but also know, go ahead go ahead yeah don't you feel that when it's a ufc fight it's like 20 times more difficult to overturn yeah yeah exactly and they, they're in this commission in, in in new jersey that just overturns it in two days it's really yeah. weird right like i thought there was like a appeals process it takes months to do this in, in vegas it or nevada it takes months so to me it's kind of bizarre and it just shows the influence of ali if anything because you know like his, his boy got Gypped, I guess, and this is what happens. So, yeah, it sucks about uh, Ferrer loses the win. And, you, like you said, one point now because of the no contest. So, yeah, um, let's talk about the other fights in the card. It was a decent card. There were some good fights. Really quickly, Kayla Harrison, I mean, what else is there to say? I, she's going to win the tournament again, right? Dude, she will win the tournament with two arms tied on her back. Come on, man. Yeah, this, I know, this fight was. I, I, yeah. I said that during the Dandois against uh, Caitlin Young fight. I was like, Come on, man. This the, listen, man. No disrespect to these girls, but those are absolutely no competition for Kayla Harrison. I agree. Not at I, all. I agree. Um, I agree. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about the next fight here. Brandon Sale. This was an amazing fight. I thought <laughs> Brandon Sales and Muhammad Usman. What a fight, eh? Um, Brandon yeah. Sales is forty years old. He hasn't fought in three years. He doesn't have that much experience. Man, he looked incredible in this fight. I don't know who this guy is really. I don't have a ton of knowledge about him, but. I'm looking at the card last week with AJ. We broke it down. We're both like, yeah, Usman should roll. I mean, this is it seems like they pick his matchups pretty well, but he is not Kamaru Usman. And not only did he not look good, I think 
Sales just looked really good. His boxing looked really good. His ground game looked really good. Marcel, I don't know who, like much about this guy, but to me, he looks like a guy who in this tournament. What do you think? Dude, I told you, man, right after the fight, the via DM, I fucking knew it, man. That this guy's really good, man. Yeah, because, I mean, listen, Mohamed Usman, he's not a bad fighter at all, in my opinion, yeah. but he's also not world class, you know? Yeah. People think like, oh, his name is Usman. He should be good as well. That's what a lot of people think. I don't, I don't think everybody thinks like that, but a lot of people. And that's something you have to take care of, that you uh, do, do your research. Well, and listen, um, Usman was probably the, the, the favorite the, the, uh, deservedly, you know, if you see what he did in his past, we, we thought. But I, I never had to think. I've seen Kamaru, I want to say that, you have it already. I saw Mohamed Usman fought a few times before, and I was never really impressed, to be honest, man. And um, Brandon Sales, I think I saw one fight of his, uh, and he looked good in that fight, but still too, too less for me to, to make a decisive bet or whatever on it. But uh, I had the feeling that Sales could upset him here, man. So I wasn't surprised like many were on my, on my timeline. It says, uh, you know, on his tab, all, he was supposed to fight Greg Harvey in contender series, but, in, but got injured. So... UFC had him on the radar, but they didn't sign him. I think he looks really good, man. His boxing was really sharp. Um, again, not a guy that this guy doesn't have a lot of fights. He's 40 years old, but a lot of heavyweights do get better as they get older, which is weird, right? Compared to the other weight classes. Yeah. But yeah, with the but the big boys get better. So I thought I still he still have a chance. Yeah, I was I was blown away. By this guy. <laughs> I mean, if he was in the UFC, he would have got a 50k bonus. Uh and yeah, Marcel, me and you have chances. Um Stacy UFC holding Dan Harry's fighting contract hostage nine years after his last fight. Fantastic commentator and analyst. Still not sure what went on a fight line. As far as his contract goes, it does suck. Um, he wants to fight again. UFC, the doctors, I don't think, want to clear him to fight because of that wolf heart disease. He wants to fight in Japan, I think he was saying, rising or something. So we'll see what happens there. I think they might eventually let him go. But, yeah, I don't know what's going on with those guys uh, as far as you know the contract negotiations. But hopefully they let him go because – you know, if he wants to fight against, it's it's his choice, really. But, you know, they just don't want to see him, I guess, get hurt because doctors, again, think if he's in a fight again. He hasn't fought in almost 10 years, Dan Hardy, which is crazy, right? Um, he yeah. was one of the most active guys. He hasn't fought since 2012. I think he fought Amir Sadala, I think, and won that fight. Um, we'll quickly go through these other fights here. Uh, Larissa Pacheco wins her fight, uh, obviously. I mean, she's pretty good, too, uh, as we know. Here's a big upset. Bruno Capazzola defeats Antti Delia. That was a big upset, Marcel. Any thoughts on that one? That was definitely a big upset. I didn't see that one coming. Holy smokes, uh, yeah. Ante Dalia, he was supposed to fight uh, Cyril Gunn, remember? But uh, yep. he was still in contract for PFL. And uh, yeah, man, big upset in my opinion. I really didn't see this one coming. And uh, yeah, good for Capuloza, man. Yeah. So, yeah, and the crazy thing is, like, you know, these guys could score a first-round knockout and they could get back in the playoffs and then they could, you know, end up winning the tournament, Delia or... Um, Usman, right? Even though they lost these fights in devastating fashion. But, I mean, you'd imagine that these other guys that won... Sales and Capazola do have a you know better path, I would say. And then this other guy, Denny Skoltsov, he knocks out Mohamed Dries, obviously uh, a very good fighter as well, Marcel. And then the other women's fights, Caitlin Young defeats Cindy Danois, Jenna Fabian defeats Laura Sanchez, Taylor Cordado defeats Olena uh, Kolesnik, and then this welterweight boat, um, Megumed Umalada of Kyron Bowen. I think it was booked on like one day's notice or something. Like, yeah, what? something like that. So weird, right? Yeah, very bizarre. Anyways. Um, we'll move on from that card. Um, let's talk about Bellator. We gotta talk about Bellator. So, man, this card was crazy too. I'll get I'll get this last comment. Uh, sales was supposed to fight. Yeah, uh, Adam did a great card in series. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, he was on the radar, but he ended up going to PFL. Man, he looked good to me. Uh, let's talk about Bellator. And I mean, you know, it sucks that Romero. Let's start with that fight. Let's just start with that fight. So it sucks that Romero fell off, but I don't think you could ask for a better replacement fight. I mean, this fight between Anthony Johnson and Jose Augusto was – Jose Augusto has to be – I don't know what is – they're calling him Jose Augusto. This guy put on one hell of a fight with a broken hand or something um, and almost knocks out Rumble, drops Rumble. Rumble comes back from the bed, the dead, and shows more heart than he's ever had in his whole career and knocks out Augusto with a brutal right hand in the second round. This was one of the best fights of the year. I absolutely loved every second of this fight, Marcel. When I watch a fight like this, it reminds me of why I love this sport so much. It was just so much violence, so much fun, and so much respect at the end of the fight. They're both, you know, taking some pictures and stuff, which I thought was super cool. I, I love this fight, man. Give me your thoughts on this fight between Jose Augusto and Anthony Johnson. 
Yeah, it was a really fun fight, man. I think uh, very competitive as well. I think many people didn't thought it would have been competitive at all, but man, uh, Anthony Johnson got tagged in the first round. And uh, I remember uh, the, the thing was funny when he got interviewed. He's like, no, it was okay. And then he watched as, oh yeah, what the hell? <laughs> okay, that happened. Uh, when he came back, man, and, and almost uh, uh, vintage Anthony Johnson fashion, knocked him out second round and uh, will proceed in the tournament against, uh, tournament against Nemkov, man. So, uh, yeah, but we got to give credit to uh, Jose Augusto, Gugu, I think his big nickname yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. We got we got to give credit to him, man. Short notice fight, taking this fight against somebody like Anthony Johnson, and almost stopped him in the first round. Well, what would have been happened if that happened? You know, uh, crazy. So yeah, great fight. Yeah, I love the fight. I absolutely love this fight. If you missed this fight, please go back and watch this fight. It's on their YouTube. You can watch it. It was an amazing fight. Love the fight. But yeah, Anthony Johnson's fighting Vadim Nemkov, and man, after seeing him get dropped and stuff in this fight, it's hard I think to pick him in that fight. But he still got the power. So. You can't count him out, but I do imagine Vadim will be a uh, favorite to win that fight. Um, let's talk about this main event here. Pettis, Sergio Pettis defeats Juan Archuleta. I didn't see this one coming, man. I, he looked incredible. I thought he won every round of the fight. I thought he looked phenomenal in this fight. Um, just better striking. Archuleta is a really good fighter. He rarely loses. It's just, you know, he did lose to Pipple, but other than that, I mean, he rarely loses. And he, he lost every round, I thought, to Sergio, who looked phenomenal. Um, too bad he's on the UFC anymore. I mean, UFC, I don't know why they let this guy go. He's really good. Any thoughts on this fight? Yeah, kind of shocked to be honest, man. Um, not that I think that Sergio Pettis ain't great, you know, but I didn't saw Archuleta losing this fight, and uh, he did. And Pettis was very convincing in how he fought, he was very good. Uh, I think probably the best Sergio Pettis I've seen for a long time, and um, yeah, he got a belt now as well, Bellator belt. Um, Getting into the footsteps of his brother with the WC and UFC, but now he got the Bellator belt. So, um, yeah, I mean, great, great, uh, great win for him. Uh, great fight for him. Uh, he called out Kyoji Uriguchi after the fight. I like the fight. Like I said, man, if Archuleta won, I would have liked him versus Rofian Stats, but uh, I don't think Sergio and Rofian are going to fight each other. They are training with each other. So, uh, yeah, the Kyoji fight makes sense. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm for it. Yeah, that'd be a good fight. But man, this was a uh, you know great performance. It was like really a breakthrough performance I think for Sergio. And I think a lot of us knew he was good for a long time, but never was able to put it together. And I think he really is now. So very impressive. Um, let's talk about this fight. Peter Quelly defeats Pet Patricky Pitbull via second round. Doctor Savage. Now there's a few things to talk about this fight. I personally thought Pitbull was winning the fight, um, the, but the judges actually had Quelly. I think two at a tie and one had him winning both rounds, which to me is insane. I guess you could give you know him the second round because he did. He, he threw it. It was a nasty elbow that caused a huge cut. But man, I, we've seen such worse cuts that didn't stop the fight. And Pachuki wanted to fight. I don't know. It's hard to say. Like if you're a doctor, you see a guy that his head bust is open. I, I feel like you're going to stop it. But at the same time, we saw we've seen so much, so many worse cuts before too. So I don't know about the stoppage. But like to me, it was like almost like a lucky elbow in a way because he was losing this fight and landed the elbow, beautiful elbow. But it built him out of the fight, man. Got got him the win. So he picks up the win as a big underdog. Just give me your thoughts on the stoppage. Yeah, man. I mean, kind of sucked, you know, the stoppage. But um, yeah, they, I feel they can rebook it. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't know if uh, Peter Kelly is uh, really uh, into rebooking that fight. I think uh, Patrick will definitely be. Um, I was more shocked about the scorecard from Jacob Montel, who had in 2018 for Peter Kelly going into the third. How? How? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I have honestly no idea. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, overall, um, man, it's it's typical MMA, you know. One guy is better, in my opinion, and uh, the other guy has a really good uh, shot or something, and he he, he opens cut over uh, up, and uh, the fight is over. Yeah, it's uh, it kind of reminded me in a less uh, devastating way with uh, the Jair Rodriguez against uh, Korean Zombie fight. A Korean zombie was up four to one in my opinion in rounds, and uh, he got knocked out in the last second. And yeah. man, no disrespect to Jair, but I was so kind of upset with it, man, because Korean zombie did such a such a beautiful fight, and then got knocked out like that in, in that fashion. You know, great for yeah. Jair back then, but that was so devastating in that moment. And this is a, a little bit less devastating, you know, because this was, I don't think it was this wasn't as important as that fight back then. You know, that was five rounders, a three rounder, but. Um, I would like to see this fight rebooked. I have no problem with that if they want to rebook it. 
It was a good fight. Yeah, we're going to talk about it right now. Can killer Michael pa- Michael Venom Page. All right, guys. I mean, listen. Like, obviously, it was a nice kick, but Derek Anderson's hands were at his waist. Anyone would have knocked him out. Anyone on the roster. Anyone in the UFC would have knocked him out. You, you put a professional fighter with his hands down against a guy with Michael Page's abilities. Come on, that was asking for 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 it. Not only that, but this guy's had some serious health issues. Apparently, kidney failure or something. Like his training camp, he lied about it. Didn't put it on his uh, medicals. Now he's going to be suspended. He also got his nose busted. So this guy has just been beat up. But he should have never been in this fight in the first place. And once again, listen, Derek Anderson, he's not a terrible fighter. But come on, guys. This guy, are you kidding me? This is the guy that people thought was going to be Michael Page. Can we look at the guy's last five opponents? Okay. Derek Anderson, Ross Houston, Shinzo Anzai, Giovanni Miello, and Richard Kiley. Come on. Those are these, guy, these guys are not good fighters, man. I'm sorry. This is the definition yeah, of mediocre fighters. Go ahead. And why does Page always try to catch weight? And that too. Yeah. Oh, man. Why does he get 175? Why doesn't he have to cut the full five pounds? I'm tired of this guy, man. I'm just I, – I'm not, I'm not that entertained by him because I've been seeing him do it for years. Like, it gets boring after a while. He's just beating guys that he's so much better than. And, again, you know, if, if Anderson was in the fight, if he had his hands up and was throwing and got caught, that would have been like, nice, knockout. But he had his hands at his waist, guys. <laughs> anyone would have knocked him out. Literally anyone. Come on! I was like, "What the hell?" He, he even, he, oh man! He even leaned in that kick. You know, oh, he, he, he leaned into it too. Not yeah. only did he put his hands on, he leaned into the kick. It was horrible striking defense, the worst you could ever watch, and gets his face smashed open for it. Again, I don't think Anderson's a terrible fighter, but let's look at his Bellator record: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and four. So to me, he's like you know, in Bellator, he's an eight and four record. So he's like an he's an average welterweight. Right? right, that's what he is—an average welterweight. Can Mike? Can they not find him someone better? Can why did they not book him against um, Lawrence Larkin, who also fought in this card? Who now says I want to fight at 170 again? They couldn't have did a catchweight, Marcel. Why didn't they book that fight? So to me, it's like you know, you can't say you can't be like we couldn't find an opponent for this date because you had Larkin on the same card. So to me, I'm just like ugh, I'm tired of it. Fr- I showed the clip to a friend of mine with that kick, you know, and that the friend of mine doesn't watch MMA at all. So he's like, "Is that is is this WWE?" It's like, "No, man, this is this is real." He's like, "Why why does it look like he leaned into it?" I said, "I have no idea, man, but this is real." Yeah. He's like, "I said, yeah. look look at him, his, his nose is broken." It's like, yeah. "Oh, okay, but but he doesn't watch MMA, you know what I mean?" So he's like, "How how can you, <laughs> you know?" It, it, but. Uh, it was yeah. dumb. Um, I heard Gregorius. What's going on, man? On which fight did you sleep, Marcel? Which one? Uh, Rogério de Lima and what was it? Maurice Green. Maurice Marcel Green. fell asleep. Straight wager. Page opening at minus one fifty was insane. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I, I, I thought he'd win this fight. Um, to me, it was a, it was a good matchup for him. Don't get me wrong. Like he's still a good fighter. I just don't like the matchmaking. I'm tired of it. I just want to see him fight someone better. Is that that hard to ask for? Like, come on. Like Derek Anderson. Come on. Who, who actually thought Derek Anderson was going to win this fight? No one. Yeah, but but also MVP isn't like 22, 23, 24 He's 34 years old, too. People yeah. think he's still a kid. He's also been in Bellator again since 2012. So he's been in yeah. Bellator forever, too. It's not like he's new, guys. He's not, you know, even five years. He's 10 years into this. So crazy to me. Let's go through the prelims really quick. Raphael Stott defeat Josh Hill. Looked great. Lorenzo Larkin defeats uh, Carvalho. Split decision. This fight was close, man. What do you think? Who would you score for? I have to be honest, I didn't see this fight. Okay, no worries. It was a super close fight. I thought it could win either way. I think Larkin probably did a little bit more and deserved it, so no worries. Uh, Patchy Mix gets the third-round finish. He had to work for it. It wasn't a great performance yeah. by him, but he eventually did get the finish. Johnny Eblin was another knockout or a nice win here over uh, Daniel Madrid. Johnny Campbell, huge upset over Henry Corrales. Johnny Soto, huge upset over Weber Almeida. Um, and Eric Perez as a big favorite wins against Blaine Shot. But we had two massive upsets. Johnny Campbell was plus 600, and Johnny Soto was plus 500, I think. So two crazy upsets. And, again, you know, everyone's talk, everyone always just parlays these huge favorites in Bellator, and this is the risk of it. Like, I, I don't like doing that. I don't like laying minus 900 on guys, and that's the risk. We forgot to talk about Benoit, the Benoit wins. Yeah, so the first attempt, he looked, couldn't even stand up on the scale, and then – he had to stand back up, I guess, because he had to register a weight to get his show money, I guess. I'm assuming that's what it is, but yeah, it was bad. Go ahead. 
I want to go back to the Bellator, uh, those uh, big favorites. Mm -hmm. The thing with Bellator is, if you look at the UFC, the only time you have like a plus 1100, plus 900 favorite is when it's a champion, a, a, a good, great champion. And and Bellator is like weekly. We have on the prelims. We <laughs> Thank have like you. I, and, and you know what the funny thing is? There's so many fans that defend it. Like, oh, it's Bellator. Like, it's almost like Bellator doesn't have to like, you know, have the same type of good matchmaking the UFC does. Like, you know, there's some good fights in this card. Don't get me wrong. There's some yeah. good matchmaking in this card. There's some close fights. But, you know, some of these huge favorites, like, you know, come on. Like, these are fights that we don't really need to see, you know, some of them ourselves. So, yeah, there was some upsets. And that just, you know, shows that, you know, guys are more evenly matched than everyone thinks. But at the same time, um, I just think it's a bad look when, like, every week there's, like, four or five guys that are minus 1,000 or more. You know, yeah. it's not that interesting. Like, I'd rather watch, pick them. Like, if you look at the UFC card this weekend, almost all the odds are like, you know, mine. They're all in the. They're almost all pick them fights, guys. Look at the odds. But if you compare it to Bellator's card, it's yeah, it's night and day. Anyways, um, we got a few minutes left to talk about some other stuff, I guess. Yeah. Anything that's been grinding your gears, Marcel? Uh, anything else? Not really, to be honest. No. Let me just see what else we're we're. Uh, Forgot to talk about here. Gordon Ryan's gonna fight Shinyaoki in a grappling match, so he's gonna weigh like a lot more than it apparently. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Liddell wants to fight Jake Paul. He said he's open. To yeah, fighting. I saw that article of you. Please not. Please not. <laughs> um, quickly, we'll talk about Canelo uh, beating uh, Billy Joe Saunders with the broken orbital bone. Did you see this fight? Did you see the finish? I don't watch boxing to be honest, man. Yeah, no worries. I I didn't get a chance to watch it either, guys, but I did see the finish. Honestly, it looks pretty brutal to get busted up like that. A lot of people said he quit, but it's probably a smart thing of anything. That's pretty much it. I mean, it was kind of like it wasn't that great of a weekend, except for like really that Rumble Johnson Jose Augusto fight. Um, Gamron has a says he's a big name opponent next. Yeah, I wonder who that could be. Um, maybe it's I don't know. <laughs> could it be Gregor? That'd be a fun fight, eh? Anyways, um, if you guys have any last second questions, we'll take them. But um, we're, we'll get out of here. You know, a few minutes early, if not. Um, but yeah, Marcel, uh, tomorrow we'll be back with you to break down the card this weekend. We won't mm -hmm. break down Jack and Edmund because the fight's not happening now, but still got 12 fights. That fight, uh, Sean Soriano, Christos Giagos, that's official, I think, now. So yeah, um, we have that fight to talk about and 11 others, including Chandler and Alvera. So we'll just do, we'll come back tomorrow and talk about it, man. Hug your stuff. Let's get out of here. Bit Marcel24, Twitter, Instagram, MMA DNA, Dazanel, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. There you go. Uh, me, I'm at Evan Adam Martin Podcast, MMAoddsbreaker.com. You guys know where it is. Like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Uh, also available at uh, BJPen.com, MyMMAnews.com, uh, and Elite Fantasy. All right, guys, have a great day. We'll be back uh, tomorrow at 4 p.m. to break down UFC 262. Peace.